okay? What are you looking for or hoping to build towards romantically? Oh, I'm just trying to go with the flow. Bye. Oh, you know, I yep. don't know, but let's find out. out. Bye. You no. know, just a friend, you know, just a little friend. I could. Bye. Do not. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Right, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host, Rourke. Rourke, hello, hello. Hi, happy Sunday. Um, how was your weekend? Look, look it, kind of in a nice way. It, yes, it was very relaxing. I didn't do much of anything yesterday, which was Saturday, because I just wanted to reset. I somehow, knock on wood, have managed to escape jet lag. Oh, wow. Incredible. I've The last two nights, and... This this could be uh, on. Let's just talk about it. I, I think it's say, a shout out to Sunset Lake. Yeah, I think it's a shout out to Sunset Lake CBD. Truly, because the last two nights I have slept absolutely normally. That's incredible. Yeah. So I got home at like eleven thirty ish on Friday night. Basically, just went straight to bed, but took my drops, and then slept until like seven thirty in the morning. Perfect. And then last night again, I basically did that exact same thing. And so I've now slept basically eight hours the last two nights at like normal times. That is absolutely amazing. And was that the just the CBD drops or the CBD plus melatonin? I did the CBD plus melatonin the first night because uh-huh. I was worried. And then last night I just did the regular drops that I normally do, which I'll use again tonight. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Sunset Lake CBD is a hemp farm that's located just outside of Burlington, Vermont, aka our next vacay destination. <laughs> and for years, they were a dairy farm producing milk for Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Do you like Ben and Gotta Jerry's? I love it. Mind? I fucking love Ben and Jerry's. I, What's your I'm favorite not like, So I'm not the biggest ice cream fan only because I don't like chocolate and I can't have nuts. So like yeah, that's tough. 75% of flavors are off limits for me. I happen to really like Ben and Jerry's strawberry, like very simple. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Something swirled. It's like a pun on the world. This is terrible. I should know this. But anyway, okay, whatever. They diversified and now are going to temp. <laughs> uh, bailing out on that uh, sidetrack. <laughs> Just abort, pull the parachute. Yep. Yep. Um, but in 2019, they diversified and started growing hemp for CBD. And ever since, that has been their farm-to-table approach to get you responsibly produced and high-quality CBD products. Yeah, I I have been loving them. I know you have too. They're all third-party tested for quality assurance. They ship directly from their farm to your door, like you said. I really love them. I need – I have since – I for completely forgot since the last time we spoke to order the pet CBD, and I need to do that immediately when we hang up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to. Yeah, and I will report back. Um, so, yeah, check them out today, sunsetlakecbd.com. You can use our coupon, coupon code FMH2020 for 20% off all of their products. And help support us too, Sunset Lake CBD. Amazing. So yeah, so I, I'm now not that tired because of my good sleep this weekend. But you're right, I didn't do much of anything yesterday. I just like I caught up on a lot of pod work stuff, like FMH work stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had like a massive backlog of emails from get potential guests and like various stuff. And you and I did a bunch of work for our merch that we're coming out with soon and. But all of this was done from my couch. So it was very relaxing. That's perfect. That's nice. Um, And then today I shifted into my trip that I'm taking on Wednesday, which is Volleyball Nationals, Wednesday to Monday. And so today I did a whole bunch of prep work for that. 
both personal, like went and got a wax, got a mani, but then also and like did some shopping, but then also like started to prep my packing and whatnot. Great. Exciting yeah, I. I know. I feel like my – so Cindy came over last night too to help me take inventory of all the spandex that we've ordered for the team. And I felt like we were like a retail store in the shipping department because we ordered way more than we actually needed because when we first ordered them, some of them were going to arrive on time. So then I had to order more, oh. but then they all ended up getting here on time. So basically we, we just had this like assembly line yesterday where we were like – reading out sizes and I was like entering them in my computer to make sure that I was keeping track of how many sizes of each type we had. And I remembered why I hated working at a retail store. Truly the pits. Yeah, it was not good. Um, And then we spent about 10 minutes watching a YouTube video on how to turn a nine and a half foot child's train into a small um, little container to take on an airplane, which we do every year and we forget how to do it every time. That's absolutely absurd. Everybody That's can follow it. along on my Instagram for why we have that train. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Well, so, um, yeah. How about you? I did something like a bit unhinged last night. <laughs> Great. Very excited. Uh, I'm now bummed that I told you because I really wanted your live reaction. But at least now you're prepared for who Stefan is. So I fun. knew who Stefan was, but I just thought that you meant that the guy was like Stefan. Oh, no. That'd be terrible. I um, know. That was my... In- no, okay, sorry. The tell the story. experience was a Stefan skit. Okay, yeah. so anyway. So I matched with this guy. We talked for a little bit. I gave him my number. We were texting, whatever. And then he was like, so what are you doing tonight? And I actually was free because I'll save it for the Patreon, but whatever. And... Um, for reasons that the patrons will probably surmise. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was... <laughs> whatever okay so um so i was like i'm actually free and he goes how do you feel about crashing a birthday party and to be clear he was invited to the birthday party you were the one crashing i was crashing yeah via the invite and i was like i don't know like tell me more and he's he said he's like a good friend of mine i've like known, known him for years like his um he's like throwing this party at his house like mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. and sends me the, I'm, I'm kind of process like thinking about it he sends me the address whatever and for some reason i'm just like okay yeah I'll fuck it yeah this is not the reason i was like hesitant to talk about it is i do not think this is like an fmh recommended safety move to go to because it was in a person's home yes yeah i see what you're saying yeah and so like do i think this is my like best decision no how everything was fine. Like it was yeah. completely above board. We we actually we FaceTimed before. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So like I didn't I like he wasn't like a fake person or like a How did that you, come to be that you FaceTimed beforehand? On his profile, he mentions that he likes to like FaceTime people with before dates. Uh-huh. And I was like, we seem to have like skipped over a step. Like, how about we like FaceTime for a second before I like fully agree to this? Yeah. And he was like, Oh, like perfect idea. So we chatted for like a little bit. Okay. So anyway, I did not get a murdery vibe. <laughs> Great. What I pieced together is that this friend, and I was telling my friend Amy about this, and she was like, oh, that's like what somebody, uh, whatever. This is like a thing in, I- I'm sure this is a thing in places. I hear about it a fair amount in LA. And you actually see this on Selling Sunset, if you watch that, where okay. um, 
there so I, I believe the man that owns this home whose birthday it was owns a lot of like big homes in LA okay. and then rents them out for events, photo shoots, music videos, stuff like that. Got it. And there's like an episode of Selling Sunset where the, and I'm all of Selling Sunset is fake, but like let's play in the world where it's real, where they're trying to sell this house that is absolutely psychotic looking. The sole purpose of ownership would be to rent it out for things like that. Okay. Because it has such like a distinct look. So anyway, yeah. that, I believe that this is like a thing in LA. And so that's like the context of this person. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I was so unprepared for what this was going to be. I ended up like I literally had one drink and then like switched to water because I was like, I can't be drunk here because like <laughs> I'm this. It's so unhinged. So I hope the listeners know who Stefan is. Um, he's a classic SNL weekend update character who would come on when um, Seth Meyers was the correspondent for Weekend Update. Mm-hmm. And his character would tell you like crazy clubs to go out in New York. Yeah. And so the shtick is that he he'd it's be like, the craziest club in New York is it has everything. Like the shoes that nurses wear. The like it's like it's just like a random list of shit. I don't know yeah. if he was improving or like what I, I don't know what, but like I think he was I think he was improving. I, so do you know what I think it was? I think it was a teleprompter that he had never read before because you often see him break. Yeah. Oh, he, la- he laughs all the time. Yeah. He, and so like part of the character is like, this is not going to translate. This is an audio format, but like it, what he often does is like cover his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's a great character anyway. So um, I have a feeling they're loading the teleprompter and he's like shocked as he's reading it. That's I my re- guess. That's actually amazing. I really hope that's what it is. And he has to just like live – he had to just live read these ridiculous things. Yes. So this was that. I There was there was a midget passing out shots wearing a Flava Flav clock around his neck. Okay. There was um, – there was the birthday – the birthday boy's um, Ukrainian mother – running around yelling at everybody to eat something god damn it <laughs> um there was um oh there were contortionists they were women um wearing masks and they would just like fold themselves into boxes every once in a while what yes there was um some sort of fire juggling performance how many um, people were like how many guests were at this party like 85 oh jeez it was it was a big property like yeah. it, it often actually like whatever room you were in often felt like pretty empty. Wow. Yeah, I spent most of the time outside. The guy and I and his like actually like good close friends just mm-hmm. like played games. We like found like a cornhole set. We like played yeah. pool. Like like it was actually very chill among like me and his friends. Um, but I was just like, I'm gonna get eyes wide shut. This is fucking insane. Like I am – like my mother is rolling right now. She's so not going to be pleased to hear this. But um, – so that was my night. Wow. And here we are. And so – Would you like to go on a like legitimate first date with this man? I, sort of. I, I mean he's not a long – I don't think he's a long-term prospect. Um, okay. His – he has a very it, – it's funny. I, I was texting with Amy about it and like – 
I said to her, it really made me aware. And you know this living in a big city, but it's like, it's wild that there are these pockets of LA that people move in consistently that I have no relationship to. Yeah. That this is happening for these people on a regular basis. All the time. And I'm just living my fucking life. Yeah. Wild. I I mean, I think that like when I've brought boyfriends and stuff to like volleyball tournaments Mm, and they're like the fact that – I mean, obviously it's not – they're not sitting there being like, what the fuck, there's a contortionist in the corner. Like it's not that level of weird. But it is this like massive subculture that we do – we spend so much of our time doing and are so immersed in that other people have absolutely no clue even exists. Yeah. Oh, also one of the guests was a magician and so he was doing – card tricks for me he was legit good i was like oh i'm here for this <laughs> loved that guy wow um yeah he was funny though he was like in magic there are um easy participants and difficult participants he was like you are a difficult participant yeah i was gonna say I was let like, me I guess know. which one you were <laughs> yeah um uh, so fun. is this something that this bumble man participates in on the reg no it sounds like no um it sounds like potentially in the past, but that it's like not something that's like a part of his like current life in any Got way. It. Because like I was asking about somebody and he was like, oh, like I haven't seen him in like a year and a half or something. Got it. And so I, I definitely don't think so. Got it. There, so what he, a- he pointed like the ones that we were playing cornhole with were the ones he like sees a good amount. Yeah. And one of which was like a doctor who actually knows like a very senior partner in my firm. Oh. And so, like, you know, because classic small world. But anyway. Um, so what about him doesn't strike you as long-term prospect? I think that, like, like he – oh, he actually made a comment about how um, he's like, I don't think you can be a part of – like, he's like, I don't think this can be a consistent life thing if you want, like, a relationship. Like, the, it's just, like, too, like, nuts. Chaotic. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was like, I would agree with that. I don't know. He is – He's very, like, energetic mm. and clearly has sort of, like, a high capacity for activities. He has are been you too sleepy? twice. He is not too sleepy. No, I said, are you too sleepy? I, I am probably too sleepy. Wait. So, interjection side note. Okay. Did we tell the – or did you tell the original too sleepy story on the pod or the Patreon? I think maybe the Patreon. I think it was the Patreon, and I think we need to tell, and perhaps this is Are the moment, confused? I think we, Cindy is confused, and Cindy is oh. our most avid listener, so if Cindy, if Cindy is confused about Too Sleepy, then I bet every single person is. Okay, so yeah, quick story time then. So a friend, um, a mutual friend of, a close friend of mine, um, was dating a guy who works in production in LA, and production has like crazy hours they can go until four in the morning and then their call time is seven in the morning you know like it can it's nuts and so whenever she would want to go out he would say that he was too sleepy and so when my friend my close friend checked in with her she was like oh like how's dating that guy and she goes i mean i think we're gonna have to break up he's too sleepy he's too sleepy and my friend was like what like this is the strangest gripe I've ever heard like what are you talking about and then this is what comes to light and her objection was that like she was like week to week I'm fine like day to day I'm fine with being low-key I don't need to be like you know to your to what 
um, you said, I think on the Patreon, like club, club. No, another club, another club, no yeah. sleep, plane, train, automobile. Yeah. <laughs> so like, she's like, I don't need that life. But she even did a thought experiment with him where she was like, imagine a week where it's a nine to five, a super regulated schedule. You're getting great sleep. What, act- what do you want to do? And he goes, I still think I would just need to catch up on sleep. Too sleepy. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I can't deal with this. Like, if you're having the best week of your life and you can't go with me to a concert, I'm out. You know, yeah. it was her take. Yeah. And so totally now we say we are too sleepy because I sleepy. can be too sleepy. And I think it came up in the context on Patreon of me considering canceling a date, but I don't want to be too sleepy. Yeah. And so I forced myself to go. Yes. And now we now like use the ice. I say it all the time. I think I told you that I told the disco ball about it. Yeah. And like he and I use it as an inside joke now. Like it has taken on legs of its own, but but I think we've left many of the listeners behind. Yes. I think that's entirely possible and I apologize. So welcome back. Now you're yeah. caught up on our too sleepy joke. Yeah. So I worry um, – oh, yeah. So he's been to Burning Man twice, but he said he's done with – I was like, okay, great. Like you can go without me. Have fun. He was like, no, no, no. The last time I went is like 2016. I have no desire to go back. Okay. And – but he was asking me. He was like, "What scares you about it?" And he actually sound he reacted a lot like Logan. Where like I was Logan, like, I was just yeah. thinking about Logan. Where I was like, "Well, like, there's a lack of services." Da 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 da. And he like gave a very similar answer. Where he was like, "Oh, you, like you'd be so surprised. Like here's it's like this ecosystem." I was like, "Okay, shut the fuck up." Anyway, he's a he's a good guy. Like he was very very like nice. Like mm-hmm. took great initiative to like introduce me to people. Was like very good. Like I also did fine on my own. Like. I, I hung out with, like, the magician for a while and, um, like, was just, like, palling around with him. Um, and so anyway, like, I think – and, like, he has, like, a – he has, like, a good job. Like, he comes from, like, a really close family, he was saying. Like, it's a – he has, a, like, a big family. Um, mm-hmm. And I just get the vibe there might be, like, a little bit of an energy mismatch. But I'm certain I'm mm-hmm. willing to go on, like, a real date yeah. very much. So who knows? And by the and like, I did tell him a little bit. I did tell him off a little bit where I was like, For what? Oh, just in the sense of, so he like made a comment about like the night and like that I came and whatever. And I'm like, Yeah, this was like a bit of a test, wasn't it? And um, he was like, Well, no, like I, he's like, it, he apparently like does this like regularly, <laughs> not like, like in. Invite like, people what, to go. Yeah, on. like he doesn't have like qualms about that. Where like yeah. he's like, I invite, like I, I, if like it's a group event that's happening to happen, and like there's a girl I want to go on a date with that's free, like I'll invite her. And um, and he's like, if it's a disaster, like it's a story. And if it goes yeah. great, and then if it's like this, then it's like, oh, that was fun. Like that you made the event like, like uh-huh. I had a better time because you were here. Yeah. So I was like, fair enough. But I like did give him like a little bit of shit about it. Um, which he was like, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, in, I mean, in some ways, I think it probably was. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we'll see. He's very cute. Love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have that many dating updates, given that I have not been here. Um, well, wait. Do you know what's actually funny, Allie? Last night when I was considering it, I literally was like, "I should do this for the pod." <laughs> And here we are. Yeah, here we are. Just this making helping me make my best choices. It's amazing. Uh, um, yeah, I um, I do, the patrons the patrons more know this on Patreon. Yeah, more details, more details. Um, <laughs> the patrons know this already, but I wanted to hang out with the comeback kid this weekend um, while I was home. It's probably better that we couldn't because 
I, I think I was just better off doing what I did this weekend instead of hanging out with him. But he had an insane weekend. He listed off like six things that he was doing. Um, and then I go to Florida. So hopefully I'll see him when I get back. And the disco ball and I are trying to schedule a FaceTime date. Great. He is in the throes of all of his going away stuff um, because this is his last weekend in D.C. Got it. And also his brother and sister-in-law are in town and staying with him. That I think seems they're like really with him. Bad timing. Yeah. I don't really know why they're there. I didn't ask. He, he's been like, even for him, slow to respond to stuff this weekend yeah. due to all of that, which if I'm being totally honest, I'm annoyed about, but I'm like trying to not be, but I am. There's a good reason, I think. There, there is a good reason and it has nothing to do with me. Definitely And not. he said like – he really wants to catch up over FaceTime. He asked when I'm free. Right. I'm I'm only free tomorrow though, so I need him to respond. <laughs> Cuz I have volleyball on Tuesday and then I leave. Yeah. So he will respond. He's he he's also like hosting and cooking a massive dinner at his apartment as we speak currently. Okay. So he's a busy boy. He is a busy boy and he and he like has already apologized for his lack of communication. He actually apologized in a text message while I was bitching about it to Cindy. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. I was literally I was literally texting her being like, I am I said the words I am high key annoyed right now. It's like blah 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 blah. And I was just like venting and then he texted me. Um and I'm not actually that annoyed. Like I know that he is really busy and like I know that it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. But it just yeah, it just doesn't feel great. Totally. But it's not like I said, it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. And he has been apologetic about it. So, yeah. So we will FaceTime hopefully tomorrow. Um, and then I will head down to Orlando to the Sea of Tall Boys. Amazing. So much fun to be had. Yeah. Nationals is a wonderful time as a single person. Yeah. It is great. Um, the only bummer is that we play at night. So there's like half the people play in the morning and half people play at night and you don't find out which one you are until like right around now and we play at night, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. So like afternoon, not night, afternoon. So like we're going to miss out. People who play in the morning, then they go to the pool and then they do the whole like pool party thing all day. Yeah, it's very fun. We will not be there. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of a bummer. But Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, You'll have a great time. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be great. Um, one other thing that I wanted to um, update about before we get into our new sponsor is something came up for me that has actually not come up in the entire time that I've had this account that people have asked us about before, and that is somebody asked if I have Instagram so that we can connect there instead oh, of on the dating app. Oh, interesting. And I get that question a lot. Almost every AMA that I do, somebody asks about that. And I know that you and I have addressed that question in the context of like grab bag episodes or yeah, whatever. Yeah, because I, I get that question regularly. I never had – I'm sure somebody Wild. in the past has asked it. But not since having this account has somebody asked me in that, in that way. Because basically I was talking to this guy on Hinge and I was in Italy at the time. This was last week. And so he asked like what I like to do besides volleyball and I was like, oh, I really like to travel. I'm actually in Italy right now, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, I like – I would love to see pictures. Like do you have Instagram? And then I can show you pictures of I forget what, like something. And I deliberated on how to respond for like a day. Yeah. 
because there was almost no response I could give that wouldn't be almost a lie. Yeah, fair enough. Because the way that we have advised people to address it and the way that I had in the past is by saying something like, I do have Instagram, but it's private. I like I like to keep that for like just my friends and people that I know in real life. Yep. That is an abject lie coming from my mouth. Yeah. Although I do have a personal private Instagram for which that is true. Yeah. But I – obviously I also have this one. So like it was, it was difficult. What did you do? I said – I I ended up saying something on the lines of like I do have Instagram and I would go look but we've since I've since unmatched him for other reasons. Oh, um, he didn't do anything wrong. We're just like not fit. Um, I said something along the lines of like I do have Instagram, but I'd prefer to like keep talking here. Yeah, I think like, that's completely smart. Yeah, but like it's like not as clean of a response because it's like. It's a little – I don't know. It's like a little bit like – I felt a little bit weird sending it, I guess. So I mean, I, I think that's totally fine. I think that like – because I know that something we've talked about before is saying like you've seen enough. I have given you mm-hmm. accurate pictures of me and yes. like no, sir. You can yes. make your decision. And if it's a no, it's a no and we'll move along. And that's but, fine. Yeah. yeah. And he was fine and, with it. He said, like, yeah. totally fair. Like, I would even offer, like, I don't share my Instagram with matches, but I'd be happy to text you. Like, here's my number. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, I, I would have done, done that. that, too. Yeah, I could have done that. Because basically I wanted to say that. I don't share my Instagram with matches versus, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's private. But yeah. that – okay, that'll be a good phrase for next time. But like <laughs> I said, this is the very first time in two years that I've had Finding Mr. Right that I've been asked that question. So yeah. maybe it won't come up again. Flex that muscle. Who knows? Um – so, yeah, so that was my other update. Um, but on that note, I am so excited to introduce our new sponsor. I'm and so pumped about this. Hilariously, I was very recently, before I we ever knew about this sponsor being interested in working with us, I was asking our audience about their recommendations for rosacea because – I have rosacea on my cheeks. People always think I'm wearing too much blush. And I'm like, no, that's just what my skin looks like. And I love that. <laughs> literally somebody said that to me in seventh grade. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, not great. Um, so I was recently asking my followers on Instagram for their recommendations about for rosacea. And then Apostrophe reached out to us to partner with the podcast And they are a prescription skincare company that offers topical medications, and one of them targets rosacea. Could not be more perfect timing. And while I don't have rosacea, I was like very eager to deal with – I'm always eager to deal with fine lines and wrinkles. I've talked about (laughs) my experience with Botox. Um, And so I was super pumped. And um, it's really fun to get your – um, recommendation. Like you take this – I love like a quiz. Love a quiz. Yeah. And you um, tell them about your skin concerns. You take pictures. Um, it's a very easy process and it's very aesthetically pleasing. It's like millennial yellow, kind of like a green color. And it's yeah. just like really fun. 
And the other thing that I like, so they have board certified dermatologists that create a personalized treatment plan for you that ends up being tailored to your unique skin. And I also appreciated that at the end of that whole quiz, you get to pick which dermatologist you want to work with. Oh, I didn't even notice that part. Yeah. Who did you how did you choose? They say the different specialties. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Maybe it's different by state because board certified, I think, varies. Probably. So maybe it's different. Maybe I had different choices than you. But it was very, very cool. I really liked that. Um, And also we should mention that apostrophe, one of the major things that they do is acne treatment as well. So that isn't what you and I were looking to target. But they also treat all types of acne from hormonal acne, facial acne, acne, everything, breakouts from head to toe. That's like one of their really flagship products. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited. I've already actually st- – I've only been using it for a little bit and I've already started to notice the redness go down a bit. So I'm really excited to keep keep on keeping on. That's awesome. Yeah. So so we have a special deal for our audience. You can save $15 off of your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash FMH when you use our code FMH. And this code is only available to our listeners. You can help support us. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash FMH and click begin visit and then use our code FMH at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That is A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash FMH. And then you can use that code FMH to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. And thanks to Apostrophe for joining the Finding Mr. Height team. Yeah, thank you so much. We are pumped. Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets. If you want to come experience some magic live, we want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week, so and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrheight.com slash live to find an easy link, also in our bios, to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come. DC Comedy Loft, Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand-up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand-up shows. Start swiping on Hinge. Bring a date. Have a good time. And you'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrheight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. And on that note, we have a really fun guest this week. Yes, we do. So listeners have been asking in our suggestion form and we do grab bags for more information about matchmaking. And so super excited this week to introduce Chi Love. She's a certified matchmaker, love and dating expert. She is the CEO and founder of NYA Dating, which stands for Not Your Average. And we're so excited to talk to her. So without further ado, let's welcome Chi. Welcome in. 
back with Chi. Hi, Chi. Welcome to Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome. Thank you. We are so pumped for you to be here. One of the biggest requests that we've gotten from a topics perspective is matchmaking. Um, and so I know people are really excited, especially based on all the questions that we got. All right. I'm down. I'm ready. I'm excited too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, before we get into all of that, we have to start out with our weird or not, which actually is matchmaking related this week. So this week we asked the people, your friend met their partner through a matchmaker. Is that weird or not? Nah. Yeah. It, it's, it, <laughs> I mean, completely agreed. I think It that, obviously has to be not. I also yeah. think we're going to have – so, Chi, both Ali and I have, have used matchmakers or are using matchmakers – and so I oh she looks surprised. I, I, did yeah. you not know that? <laughs> I like this. <laughs> um so uh yeah, news news uh news ticker uh, update. Um <laughs> and so I think that we're going to have some sampling bias here cuz I do think our followers are going to be like, "No, what like Burke and Ali do is like great." <laughs> and um so I think that this is going to be pretty skewed to not weird. So I'm going to say 10 weird, 90 nah. Okay. What I'm do you think, say, Maybe 70 weird, 30 nah in terms of the people. Wait, you, you think, think 70% weird? weird? Yeah, I think what people are wow. going to vote, maybe. Yeah, I think because I wanted to say half and half, but some people are still surprised when I tell them I'm a matchmaker that I actually exists. So I don't know. I'm going to lean more towards 30% may think it's weird, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I think if we were polling the general population, we would probably get a much higher weird. Okay. But like yeah. the people who follow the dating advice account and also know that the two people who host the podcast okay. use them, they're probably like, we don't want to make them mad. Maybe 50 50 10. Yeah. I, I, I forgot. I honestly did not think it was the general, like I thought it was from the general perspective. So thank you for that. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is actually the least weird one we've ever had. In fact, to the point where some people were angry that it even existed as a weird or not. <laughs> oh my God. People calm down. These are just to start conversation. I know. <laughs> it was 3% weird and 97% nah. There we go. You know, honestly, that melts my heart. I'm happy to hear that. I am. That's yeah, awesome. I do think yeah, different populations are going to give us a different readout, but yes, yes, I doubt the general population would be ninety-seven percent totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so after we ask them, Chi, when they after they vote, we give them an opportunity to explain why they voted that way. Sadly, the three percent of people who said it was weird did not reply and give me the reasons. <laughs> I could very easily they, they individually discover them. Like, oh, right. dip them out. Yeah. Basically, I could I could probably just go right now. There's probably like five people. I could be like, excuse me, you there. Explain Why did you yourself. say weird? Um, so I only have the nah responses. But all of them basically were like, you know, it used to be quote unquote weird to use a dating app. And now it's not. Like it's, yeah. you know, however you meet someone is how you meet someone. Also, people people noted that matchmaking is like the oldest game in the book. Like it's been around forever really? and ever and ever. So how could it be weird? Um, ma- yeah, many iterations. Say, that's like, in fact, one of the oldest ways to meet people. It is. Indeed. It is. Literally. So, yeah. Suck it. 
Yeah. So everybody was all was very rah rah matchmaking, um, and as I mentioned, several people were upset that we even chose it as a weird or not. <laughs> love, love that for them. So please, uh, please unburden yourself from getting worked up over our weird or nots. Like that's that you can erase that from your concerns list. <laughs> yeah, you do not, you do not need to stress about this. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's, that was like our easy, quick, quick and easy, quick and easy, weird or not. Um, but she, we would love to hear kind of before we get into listener questions more about you and your background to tell the listeners, who are you? Yeah. So, um, my name is Chiama. I go by Chi Love and I'm a certified matchmaker and dating specialist based out of Seattle, Washington. And I only work with singles that are marriage minded from the ages of 28 to 68. If you're just looking for something casual, or like a fling or like a date somewhere, it's not for me. I highly recommend dating apps. I wish you the best of luck. If you don't really know how you feel about marriage, that's great. If you think it's just a piece of paper, even better. I'm not the right matchmaker for you. I only want to work with singles that truly want something real and they believe it's out there and to be found. Um, I love what I do. I think that a lot of the times that um, people struggle with dating is because of their past experiences. Um, so I like to give people hope. You know, a lot of people don't believe in love anymore. And I like to restore that hope and that faith. And you can have something beautiful too, regardless of what you've been through. Uh, so yeah, but I've coined myself as not your average matchmaker because my questions during my consultations are a little bit different, a little bit oh, more. Really? Tell yeah. us more about that. And I that. like to talk about um, sexual compatibility, um, sexual experiences, sexual turn-ons or turn-offs. BDSM, for instance, if you're really into getting choked or spanked and he's just like, actually, I'm really uncomfortable with that, might not be the best fit for you. I'm just saying. So I like to dive into things a little bit more and just see where people are at. But I'm feeling um, I'm in I'm feeling an uncensored episode after that. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. So Chi, we have so in addition to not that we can't, we could totally get into more about your questions, but we have a Patreon that we do where like people subscribe for bonus episodes from us once a week. And we have a series on the Patreon that's called Finding Mr. Right Uncensored, where we have guests from the regular pod come on and get into all the nitty gritty details. Spicier content. Spicier content. I love it. Sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah. Amazing. Exactly. So yeah, basically, basically this pod is just a funnel for uncensored guests. (laughs) We're just, (laughs) we're just trolling for people that want to come on and talk to us. I mean, yeah, this, the I'm main pod is like the gateway drug, and then the Patreon <laughs> is the hard stuff. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, yes. So, so, Chi, how do people find their way to you in the first place? So, several ways. Um, the most one that I've gotten to seem to be the most popular has lately been Clubhouse. Um, oh, Clubhouse sure. is a social audio app where literally all you use is your voice to connect with people um, yeah. all over the world, and it's been instrumental in helping me grow my business and find matches. I've been able to match my clients with someone I met on Clubhouse, um, <laughs> which has been great. And I've gotten new clients wow. that way too. Yeah. Because the thing is, if I go into a relationship room about love or sex or being single and dating, and there's a gentleman that's really um, sounding like he has his shit together and he's like, I'm really just looking for someone to hold me down. This is what I do. This is who I am. It'd be nice to meet someone. I'm like, okay. So I just slide into their DMs like, hi, I heard you speaking earlier. And it's good for me because a lot of my clients, they want someone who sounds confident or sure of themselves and intelligent or intellectual, right? And if I hear him speak and how he's sharing so openly and freely, I'm like, yeah, that's the one I want for her. Now, of course, this whole screening Mm. process I have to go through. Yeah, but when I approach someone, I'm a headhunter type of matchmaker. So um, because I'm a one-woman show, when I approach, 
It's like, I'm going for the kill. Like, I got to find out what are your love languages? What are you looking for? Do you consent to a background check, sir? You know, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I just got to know. And I don't hold back. Not at all, especially not in this field. But yeah, so Clubhouse is one of the main reasons or places they find me. Um, Instagram as well, NYA Love by Chi. I'm actually NYA Love by Chi on Instagram as well as TikTok and Twitter. We, lo- we love TikTok around here. Yeah. I'm trying to grow my following. I have like 95, but it's okay. I'm working on it. Um, <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun. And yeah, I enjoy what I do. Word of mouth. That's another popular reason that I get requested. And then Google searches, if you can believe it. People find me on Google all the time. So that feels good. Yeah. So you're out there like – it sounds like you are actively recruiting for batches for your clients versus kind of like having an existing pool already or is it a combination of both? Yes, I love this question. So it's a combination of both. So I'm not a shy person, okay? Like I'll approach any man or woman any time, any place, any day if I feel they may be a good fit for my client. So it doesn't matter where I'm at. I'll just go up to them. Now, if I already have someone that's in my database, I'm like, you know what? I think I think this could work. Then I'll reach out to whoever's in my database. But if I'm like, Ugh, it's close, but not quite there, I'm going to headhunt for you. So people require a lot of patience when working with me because I'm not just going to introduce you to someone just to introduce you to someone. I want to make yeah, sure that's great. someone that you can see yourself saying I do too. That's always the goal. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Something. So you, you've talked a lot about um, either – like kind of seeing somebody in the database, maybe they're not quite right going out. What are you looking for when you're looking for what is quite right? Like what makes somebody compatible? Yes. So compatibility is what I tend to hark onto because a lot of singles are messing up by going by chemistry. Like, ooh, he is so fine. He smells so good. He's this tall. Ooh, I just love me some him. Or, ooh, she got a nice ass. Or, ooh, she smells so good. She knows how to dress. Ooh, I like, you know? But they're not really focused on who the person is on the inside. Men are very visual, right? So when it comes to compatibility, I do talk about love languages, but I also talk about your innermost wants, needs, and desires in a partner. Not like what turns you on physically, but who's going to be there when you're 90 years old with no teeth and trying to wipe your behind? You want someone that's going to hold you down. So character, right? Do you need someone that's more outgoing? Because maybe you're an introvert and you're tired of being in the house. You need someone that's going to bring that spark out of you, you know? Or are you someone who actually really does want to stay at the house and need somebody to be okay with that, Right. Or do you need to be life of the party? You want somebody that's going to be with you at every party turning up. Like Everyone needs something different. But being open and honest about who you are and what you need, that's all I require. So I match based on love languages, needs, wants and desires. Sometimes you talk about past trauma that looks different for everyone. We do get into, you know, um, some deep conversations, but that's because I want to match you with someone that's going to be able to hold you down no matter what. Life is so unpredictable. So I want to make sure that not only you are taken care of, but your heart is as well. So, yeah. Are there any traits that you think are true deal breaker level incompatibilities that you just are like that that there's no point in this match? Yeah. So what I've learned is when it comes to animals, animals are they're members of the family. They're very much sons and daughters. And if you have someone that you think is a really good fit, if someone like loves animals and the other person doesn't, there's a more in-depth study I go to. For instance, are you okay with dating someone that has cats or dogs? Oh, I'm more of a cat person. Oh, okay. So they can't have dogs. Mm, I'm more of a cat person. Okay, cool. Are you okay with someone who allows their animals or their cats on their bed? 
Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Okay, if they're a dog person, can they kiss their dog on the mouth? Oh, acid, that's a deal breaker. That's too much for me. So but some of my clients want someone <laughs> who's okay with them kissing question. their dog on the mouth. And some of them absolutely know. But this is major for people, right? Another people, other people are like, I'm fine if the dogs are outside. I'm like, but there's some people that have dogs that sleep with them on their beds, right? So for animal lovers, that can be a serious deal breaker for some. There's some people that are really adamant about it. Animal lovers, kids, um, alcohol and drug use. Some people like mm. recreational marijuana and some people absolutely not. I would never. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Good to know. Right. But, and then there's some people like, I just really want you to find me a man that I could just try shrooms with on a, a Saturday evening. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> here we go. I've heard it all. I, I'm, I'm not surprised anymore. Not surprised. My goal is to match you with someone that you can see yourself saying I do too. We're not going to fixate so much on physically how they look, but I am going to get most of what you want physically in a person. But if he's like 80% of what you want physically, I'm sorry, if he's 80% of what you want internally and just 20% physically, I may still do the match because my goal is to find you someone that you can connect with long-term. Looks fade, okay? Yeah. Looks fade, but the heart, the heart remains. So, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I love I you're so right. I get so passionate. Oof. Yeah, because I, I realize though, dealing with singles, a lot of people are fixated on how their future husband or the future wife is supposed to look like. I'm just like, okay, but who are they on the inside? Let's talk about that. So I kind of get them to switch gears a little bit because, oh, well, my type, my type. Okay. Well, has your type been working for you? Probably not. That's why you're here, right? Respectfully. Exactly. But let's have a conversation. We're going to go there. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just saying. What, how do you handle somebody who comes to you with like a checklist and you have to be like, oh, let's work. Let's maybe pull back. Let's not do this. <laughs> like, yeah, how do you really handle that client? So I don't mind a checklist, right? But I also have no issues checking my potential clients. And cause I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the one doing the searching for you. So the most common thing that I've heard for women that are looking to date men are <laughs> the three sixes. He has to be six feet tall with the six pack and making six figures or more. It's always like, but these are women that are really well educated. Maybe they're taller themselves. Maybe they're active in the gym. So it makes sense. Right. But what I always explain to them is the men that you are describing have a lot of options. They just do because a lot of women are looking for that. But if you're yep. okay with a little bit of a belly, but he's still making six figures, you know what I mean? He's active in the gym, but not as fit. Like, can we work yeah. with that? Well, yeah, you're right. I guess it's not that important. I guess it's not because this gentleman opens a door for you. He is kind. He's considerate and he's consistent. Well, I guess he doesn't have to be that fit. Okay, good. Let's let's talk. You know, so I just check people. They're like, you know, I need this. I need this. I need all that. You know what? This has been such a great conversation. I wish you the best in your search because I'm not going to. I don't want to work with you if I don't like your energy. If you're going to stress me out, matchmaking is hard enough as it is. A lot of people are picky as hell, and I'm just like, realistically, this is what it's going to be. And if that doesn't work for you, I understand completely if you go with someone else because I want to have excitement working with you, right? But if you're just Mm -hmm. like. All men cheat, but find me a husband. No, I will not. <laughs> or men that are like really like heavy set, but like I only want a woman that stays in the gym. Or sir, do you have a gym membership? Uh, well, no, sir. She doesn't want you. Like, and then people, I don't know. I I won't work with someone who doesn't understand that I'm going to be very firm and open and honest with you. If you want someone that's always going to hold your hand and just tell you things you want to hear, I I don't know how to operate that way. You know, I also think that's not going to work. It's not. No. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that would get you results. No, no. So I, I really, 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 really try to push people to expand their minds. Just be open. Just be open. Because you never know. Yeah. Love comes in all different forms. What you think they were going to envision and be like may not be it. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. 
So how – so you you said you're based out of Seattle. We got oh, yeah. a couple questions about people who are living in sort of smaller towns, smaller cities, like people that aren't – I'm in NYC, work is in LA. Our dating pools are massive. Massive. Blessing and, and a curse. Blessing and a curse. Yeah, very true. 100%. Very true. <laughs> but – and not that Seattle is small by any means, but like – a smaller environment or somebody who's even in a smaller than that environment, what would you, you know, what would you say to them? Or do you work with people that are outside of your region? Oh, your questions are so good. Oh my goodness. Okay. So <laughs> I encourage any one of my clients, whether you're reaching out to me from Alaska, New Jersey, LA, right? It doesn't matter. Be open to long distance. Here's the thing. When the pandemic happened, a lot of people were switch to remote roles, right? Where they can work from anywhere, essentially. It doesn't matter. A lot of people, you know what? After having been stuck in my house for all this time, I'm ready for a new change of scenery. Like if love finds me somewhere else, I'm ready to go. Another people, I just bought this new house, but I'm open to dating someone long distance if they're willing to relocate to me. So it's a whole nother topic that we talk about when it comes to long distance, because there's so many different ways you can go. So I always encourage people to be open to long distance. If you are in a small town, Join two dating apps. I promise you, maybe after three months of being on both, you will have cycled through everyone that's eligible to date, right? Um, and it'll be good to kind of expand your horizons. So if you're in a small town, doesn't mean it's impossible, but get on two popular dating apps. <laughs> see how you do. And then you might want to hire a matchmaker if it's not working for you, if it's something that you truly want, because what you see is what you get. And a lot of parts, a lot of times it's about your environment, you know? I can't put new people where you're at, but I can bring new people to you <laughs> or you can come on out of that place and meet someone new. You got to work with me here. So yeah. I'm curious. So we did an episode on long distance recently and we talked about starting relationships long distance. Yeah. What does that look like for your clients that are meeting somebody for the first time that doesn't live in their city? Like how does that work? So, okay. So what happens is I always send them like a, a group text, but like really it's just a text to them. But every time it's a first Zoom date, I always say, be yourself. Always do a compliment if you can. Try not to make an interview and just smile and just engage and see if there's a spark or vibe. I think a lot of them kind of get nervous, but really I just want to sit you in front of someone that has a lot of similarities that you do and see if there's a spark. Really, I just tell them to have good lighting and <laughs> and let it flow. I mean, there's really not that much to it. Um, but I think that for the ones that are open, they seem to have better results because if you're only narrowing me to one city, there's a reason why things aren't working out there for you, love. So how about we expand a little bit? Even if you tell me West Coast, that gives me more wiggle room than just he has to be in my state or she must be here. Because you never right. know. Your soulmate could be someone that's willing to get on an airplane or has extra miles. Okay? So let's just be open here. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they have a buddy pass. We don't know. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, wait. I want to say something, though, for who in long-distance relationships. Consistency. Please. Be consistent. Communicate. You know, it's hard enough for people to communicate when they're in the same state, but you're not close. It's important for you to communicate and be consistent. Set up Zoom dates, FaceTime dates, you know, maybe cook a meal together virtually. Make it spicy and interesting. It could work. <laughs> I love cooking meals together virtually. That's something that I had a long distance relationship for a while. And that's oh. something that my ex-boyfriend and I used to do is like cook the same thing. It was very fun. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're like in the same room. It does. It does. Um, I'm I'm interested to go back. We kind of did a little drive-by clip of some of your questions. I want to know more about your screening process. Yes. Ooh. Same, same. Okay. So it's an hour and 15 minutes on Zoom. 
I've had people say, oh, I'm not really a camera person. That's fine. We'll just, you know, reach out when you are. And they're like kind of laughing. <laughs> That's fine. I love I, I that. Love your face. One of the questions I ask is, what did your last relationship teach you? And literally mm. a consultation, be, a consultation can be going so well, but then that question comes up. What did your last relationship teach you? And if you start crying, you can't control yourself. There may be some residual feelings that you have not yet dealt with that tells me, okay. Just um, maybe. Just maybe, just maybe. It's also can be a sore spot for people, but I want to see your emotional intelligence. How how can we talk about growth? Are you able to admit your own faults and your flaws? Right. I'm not expecting my clients to be perfect. I'm just expecting them to be honest and vulnerable. I I, I cannot help you if I don't know who you truly are at the core. And if I can introduce you to that person that makes your heart smile, then I've done my job. But if you're being closed off and like, well, I usually, I don't really want to share things. There's so many layers to me. I'm like, well, how long? I mean, I have an hour and 15 minutes with you. So let's peel them back one by one. I'm ready. You know, um, I've had really deep conversations with people where I've cried during consultations. Um, oh, I've had, wow. yeah, I love my consultations. Like I get joy every time I get to schedule one because it's a chance for me to connect with someone, find out their story in addition to what they're looking for. And that's why I always require everyone to do the love language test because people always say, oh, I did it like five years ago. It's fine. But you've been through so much in that time and your needs and wants have probably changed in that time. Right. I had one woman who said, um, oh, well, um, I, I did it six months ago um, after I left my ex, but I, I think it's still up to date. I'm like, mm, let's let's just redo it again. And she was like flabbergasted, like, well, I've been really lonely and now I'm realizing that I need more touch then words of affirmation. I'm like, okay, that's okay. This is part of the process, right? So embrace your growth and it's okay to acknowledge how come you, for how far you've come, but I don't want people sitting in the past to the point where they don't think that love exists anymore. People can be really bitter because they get really hurt. There's been yeah. some traumatic things that happen to people in relationships. But I'm here to remind you that it's possible. There's 7.8 billion people in this world and counting. So you can't give up. Because <laughs> babies, they're coming up fast. Right, constantly, honestly. What does love languages like? Tell me about the importance that you place on love languages. Like, what do you think that means? Like, what Oof. do you think that tells you? So much, my love. So much. So okay. So there's five of them, right? Um, there is quality time, which is like it means a lot to me when my my partner spends time with me. And then there's words of affirmation, like speak love into me. Like I want I want to I want to make sure that you're pouring this love and light into me, so I can go conquer the day. Um, there's access service where it's like, I don't even need you to say much, but if you do things to show me that you care, like I know that we're on the same page. Um, there's gift giving or receiving. Um, some people like thoughtful gifts. But the, the misconception though about gift giving and receiving is that people automatically think, oh, okay, you're a gold digger or, oh, you're so materialistic. But really- I hate that stereotype. It is. I hate it. Me too. But in my opinion, they're just looking for someone who pays attention and a thoughtful gift, just a thoughtful gift to show that they care will go a long mm -hmm. way. It doesn't have to be red bottoms or a fancy watch. Like, just show that you care, right? Yeah. And then physical touch. Like, kiss me, hold me, touch me, love me, right? Um, and I, I think that a lot of times in relationships, things get misconstrued. Like, um, assumptions get made. Well, I took out the trash and I filled your car with gas. Like, all I wanted you to do was hold my hand and slap my ass, right? It's like this misconception. <laughs> Um, but finding out how people want to be loved and how they need that expressed at this time in their life, that's everything. So what I do is words of affirmation, physical touch. Okay, those are the top two. What are his top two? Oh, physical touch and words of affirmation. Okay, around the, around the same percentage in the top two, this could work, right? Because I know that however she is pouring into him, 
he's also going to pour into her. And it's all about reciprocity. People get upset because I gave you everything, right? Or I did this for you and it had nothing. At the end of a relationship, you always hear about how I did this, I gave this, you gave this, you gave that. I couldn't trust you. You betrayed me, right? You cheated. There's always a sense of like, I gave and you gave not enough or whatever. But when really just yeah. people stop and just talk about my love languages. That's really nice that you did this, but this is what I prefer because it makes me feel more loved. Or I know you, I recognize the effort and what you're trying to do, but actually if you could try this, I'd really appreciate that because that speaks to my heart. But people don't want to talk about that. They don't always want to have those conversations that you need to have. But if you want your relationship to work and you want good sex to continue, you have to have those conversations. <laughs> you just do. You do. 100%. Yeah. I actually got into this conversation with my family when we were on vacation. So I mentioned on the la- on the Patreon or is it the regular – no, it was the regular pod last week. I, I mentioned that I got into a little bit of a tiff with my brother on vacation. And when we were recording it, I was sitting next to my mother. And so I didn't go into detail about what the fight was about because I didn't want her to know that I was going to talk about it on the podcast. But she doesn't listen, so I could talk about it now. <laughs> um, so watch this. This will be the first episode she listens to. Um, so my brother is celiac. And so for those of you who don't know what that is, but most people probably do, he's allergic to gluten and like extremely allergic to gluten. Like any slight amount of cross-contamination will like fuck him up for days. So we were at breakfast. I promise this will come back to love languages. We were at, bre- we were at breakfast and it's a buffet. And I went to scoop fruit onto my plate. I was extremely tired as a side note, like I'd gotten like two hours of sleep. I just couldn't sleep for whatever reason. I went to scoop right into my or um, fruit onto my plate. Evidently, he noticed that the fruit spoon touched my croissant and then I put it back into the fruit bowl. I obviously – I did not know that this happened. Obviously, didn't do it on purpose. But he like freaked out about it and was like, you contaminated the fruit. And I was like, I, I didn't, like, I used the spoon for the fruit. I didn't touch. And he was like, no, the spoon touched the croissant, whatever. So, like, whatever. That whole thing happened. Then he left. Then I brought him, I asked them to get new fruit and brought him a bowl of new fruit out to the table. And I put it down and I was like, I brought this for you. And he was like, they used the same spoon and just, like, turned away and kept eating. And it reminded me so – and I so, – oh, I then burst into tears and started sobbing and almost had to leave the breakfast table. Um, but it really reminded me, Chi, what you were saying about like you're doing something and somebody is not recognizing the effort of what you did that like the thing that made me so upset – and obviously this isn't a romantic situation. It's my brother. But the thing that made me so upset is that I had – it was like an act of service that like mm-hmm. I had gone out of my way to try to find him uncontaminated fruit – that he could eat for his breakfast and he didn't recognize that effort at all and just like dismissed it because he assumed it was still contaminated without like saying thank you for trying to find me uncontaminated fruit yeah because i think if he would have noticed your efforts that would have made you feel better because you generally it on purpose but then he cares about his health and he doesn't like that feeling that his disease obviously comes with. So I get both sides, but yes. And the thing is, yeah. languages are interchangeable between family, coworkers, or loved ones. So really, yeah. it, it definitely works. I encourage people to find out what the love languages of, of their siblings and parents are. It can be very helpful. So yeah, yeah. totally. His is not acts of service. Neither yeah. is mine, really. I'd like just this, ha- that happens to be an acts of service example, but like, yeah, yeah sort of crying. 
I think I would have too, honestly. <laughs> like I'm just so I would not have. I was like couldn't breathe or speak sobbing. I was just like really tired. Like I would not have generally broken down over contaminated fruit. But like I was like I like lost it. Yeah. I think See, the thing is, I think just in general, um, a lot of people expect people to love them the way they want to be loved, when in reality, we can only love the way we know how, right? Um, so when I looked at people, the different stories I was told, like, oh, well, my parents were were never married. Oh, okay. So I don't think marriage is in my cards, but that was their story. You can re- recreate yours. You know, my parents got divorced. 50% of marriages end up in divorce, but there's always the other 50%. So like, I, I hear people say, oh, you don't care about statistics? I mean, they're there. But at the end of the day, I'm just trying to spread much as lo- love as possible while I'm on this earth. And I'm trying to make people believe that it's possible. It's not easy. You're going to have to compromise and communicate and talk about the icky stuff, but it's worth it. <laughs> um, I'm really grateful to my boyfriend because I met him when I was 17 on MySpace. He slid into my What? Yes. Shut up. Way to I bury the lead. Right. <laughs> and he, he's just, but ever since we were 17 to now in our mid thirties, he's always been so patient, so open, so honest and kind. And I've been like, like all over the place. He's just like, okay, well one day you'll see that we're, we're meant to be. And so on my birthday, I'm like, hey, what's up? It's my birthday on a Wednesday. And I was like, can I come over? He's like, absolutely. Happy birthday. So I slide over there and I'm thinking it's about to go down. I was like, I've known him for all this time. I feel so comfortable with him. He's like my really good friend. He's like, no, we're going to do this finally. Then let's do it the right way. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> thank you, daddy. But yeah, um, so, <laughs> but I'm grateful because he's been that friend that I've over always kind of overlooked since I was 17. Like we kind of played around with dating, but we never really met. And then finally- it just all came together and it's been a beautiful thing. Um, but ideally, I always he wasn't what I always would have envisioned for myself, but he's perfect for me in every way, shape or form, which is ironic for me to say as a matchmaker. But until I mm. was able to let go of what I believe this, it has to be this way, it has to be that way, just let things happen, let things flow. That's when it did. And so, yeah, I'm grateful. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I love that. I definitely do not talk to anybody that I met on MySpace. <laughs> I didn't meet anybody on MySpace. You didn't meet anyone on MySpace? No. I had a top five and everything. I was the HTML code. I was in there. I was. Oh my God. Yeah. I I was contracting. My little like girlfriends from my nerdy all girls school. Like I wasn't like out there meeting people. (laughs) Oh, I absolutely was. I also had like a side hustle where I was making MySpace pages for people and coding them for them. Oh my gosh. I wish I would have found you then with the song (laughs) and everything. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like I would like put like rain in the background of people's yeah. pages. Oh, I never knew how to do the rain. I did the rain. I did the oh, rain. That's so awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> a little bit jealous. Just a little bit. Because <laughs> it rains in Seattle, so I'm like that would be that would be perfect. That would be cute. Oh. Be purple rain, like Prince, because I love Prince. And that <sighs> but the fact that you knew how to do that, that is so ironic. And I wish I would have known you then, honestly. Anyway, that's I digress. <laughs> Oh, okay. So we got a couple questions. I'm interested in um, a lot of people asked about like the quote unquote success rate. And mm. so before we even get there, what do you consider success for a match that you've made? Yeah, I love this question. It usually happens at the end of a consultation where they're like, I want to book you, but I'm not sure. So what is your success rate? Yeah. Uh, so I just want my clients to be happy. Um, I can't guarantee you that I'll find you. You're happily ever after, but I can guarantee I'll do my very best to try. Um, because I launched February 12, 2020, I'll never forget because literally COVID came. I was like, hi, I'm here like three weeks after. Oh, my God. Um, I was 
pissed off. <laughs> I was so angry. I was livid. I was excited. I was like, um, I'm going to launch this in February. It's the month of love. Um, it's also Black History Month. Yay, me. And then COVID happened. And so I literally had to change my entire business structure, right? Um, and because I launched during COVID, people were being told to stay apart and I was trying to bring people together. So that was kind of rough. So I would say the best way that I would measure success rate is reading the reviews of clients that I've actually worked with, um, people that have taken a chance and hired me and see what they say. I have clients that are more than willing to talk to anyone who's on the fence about booking me versus another matchmaker or whatever the case may be. But I want people to be happy and fulfilled in their decision. I know that with every client I've had, I've always done my very best. Some relationships have lasted really long. Um, I had one person or one match that they were going to Tiffany's and looking at engagement rings, but there, didn't, there never came a wedding. He ended up getting cold feet, which irritated me, but it's okay. It's okay. I brought them together. And that's just, it's just, that's how it happens. I've been certified and had my own LLC for two years now. February 12th, 2020, up until now. Um, so a lot of matchmakers are like, you're just getting started. It takes time before proposals happen. Like, I know, but yeah. I don't know. So I haven't had a wedding or a proposal yet, but I've gotten really close. And I do have some couples that are still together and working their way up to that. So Amazing. fingers crossed and toes and everything. <laughs> I love that question. I always tell people to read reviews. Yeah. That actually segues perfectly. A lot of people were asking, how do you select a matchmaker? Like, what should people look for? Yeah. Ask those questions that you are kind of nervous to ask. Like, what are what are the chances do you think that you'll be able to match me? Or do you think I have unrealistic expectations? Or what is your pool like of people you're going to be pooling from? Because I'm very honest. If I already have someone in mind, I'm like, girl, I think I already know the great guy for you. I already know. Him. Or actually, the fact that you wanted to be this, 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 and this, that's going to take me some more time. There are other matchmakers that work within time frames, like within three months, within six months, or within a year. I can give you this amount of money. I don't work that way. It's whatever set of matches that you pay for, that's the matches you're going to get, but there's no set timeline. Um, the beauty in that is there's no pressure on either side. When I screen him, when I meet him, you meet him or her, right? But there's no like, oh, I have to match them right now. I promised them within six months. And then I'm just like pairing with someone just to do it. So you have to be patient. Um, it's also one-on-one. -on -one. So when you call to talk to someone about dating advice, it's going to be me. It's not going to be a colleague of mine. Everything is me, all me. Um, I do ha not have any coworkers. It's all through me. So I love that more in-depth approach with my clients. I like to connect and talk about deep things. Um, one of my clients just told me that she's starting um, menopause now. So her sex drive has de depleted because we do talk about sex drive during my consultations. So I like having that personal relationship with my clients. I Yeah, that pretty That's much great. sums it up. <laughs> So the last question that like popped out to me that I wanted to ask is I thought somebody phrased this so beautifully. They asked, how can I be a better matchmaker for myself? Oh, oh my gosh. I love that. That is very beautifully phrased. Okay. Simply put, if it's not what you want, don't entertain it. Mm -hmm. Right off the bat, mm. there was this um, relationship coach. Um, he's also a good friend of mine and colleague. And he says that the best greeting question you could ever ask someone is, what are you looking for or hoping to build towards romantically? Okay. What are you looking for or hoping to build towards romantically? Oh, I'm just trying to go with the flow. Bye. Oh, you know, I yep. don't know, but let's find Ow. out. Bye. You no. know, I'm just a friend, you know, just a little friend. I could Bye. Do not, do not. I don't care how fine, how packing, how stat, whatever the case may be that person is. If they do not align with what you want, do not waste your time because I hate 
there's the people, well, it's been two years, but I think he's going to ask me to be his girlfriend soon. No, he's probably not. He's probably comfortable in this situationship, this entanglement, if you will. So he's not going to want to be anything more than that. And plus you're doing everything as though you two are together. I'm not knocking it, but I'm just saying my best advice to be your best matchmaker is to be honest with your needs, wants, and desires. Do not sway. Okay. I don't care how good it is. I don't care if on the first date, he blows your back out and gives you the best sex of your life. If he's not looking for the things that you're looking for, you need to leave. You just do. I, I don't care. It, I don't care because I don't want you to be resentful. That's not a good foundation to start off any relationship, period. Now, yeah. you can't end up having sex on the first date with this person and things go well and they're like, you know what? I want to build with you. Great. More power to you. But if you decide to take that route, just be prepared either way because life and love are definitely unpredictable, period. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very, well, very much. Curious. I love your, your questions. Like, I really love your questions. I'm just enthralled right now. <laughs> Is there anything that we haven't covered that comes to mind? Some Like something that you haven't gotten to say yet that you typically like to include? Just mindset, y'all. Please, please, please stop. Blaming yourself for, oh, I stayed too long with this person, or I'm not lovable, or I'm too this for love, or I'm too that, or no one's ever, I'm going to be single forever. Stop, 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 stop. It frustrates me because I'm telling you, our minds, our minds are our worst enemies if we let it, okay? I don't care what your baby's dad said, or your baby's mom, or your ex-husband, or your ex-boyfriend, or your ex-girlfriend. I don't care what none of them said. What I care about is you and your heart and where you're at. It is okay to forgive yourself from your, your past mistakes, but do not let that haunt you. And never, ever forget that you are worthy of love, especially people that have been abused in different ways. People always want to talk about the physical abuse. That is horrendous. Leave immediately. Not everybody can, right? So you find yourself in the situation. When you finally get away, you start accepting that love again. Oh, he's just a little bit violent. At least he's not hitting me on the face. It infuriates me. Just once you recognize those signs, leave. However, however, I will say this. Please stop letting those words and those past transgressions of others eat away at your love life. You are still worthy of love and you are enough. You are enough. I do not care what anyone else told you before. Work on yourself, work on your healing and know that you are enough. And someone will come into your life and will give you that love that you've been giving to so many others. Um, you deserve it and you are worthy. And that's for anybody who ever feels down or like they're never going to find it again or who are living in this state of unhappiness and depression and sorrow because of their past relationships and what they went through. It happened. I'm sorry. I hate it. I apologize from deep down in my soul, but you have air in your lungs, my love, and you're still breathing. So why not try again? Right. Yeah. That's really nice. Thank you. Yeah. I guess everyone needs to hear that. I think so. Yeah. Um, well, Chi, thank you so much. This was amazing. And, you. you know, I think, a lot, like I, like we said at the top, a lot of people were really curious about the matchmaking process. I feel like we got some really good insight into yours and, you know, what goes on yeah. uh, behind the magic curtain, if you will. Um, <laughs> can you remind everybody where they can find you? Sure. Um, so if you want to go directly to my website, it is www.nya, that's N as in Nancy, Y as in Yankee, A as in Apple, loveanddating.com. So nya, loveanddating.com. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse, NYA Love by Chi. That is spelled with an I, C H I, not an E. And NYA stands for not your average, because I'm not, respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> respectfully, if it's needed, I'm just saying. <laughs> I love it. 
Well, thank you so much again for being here. We really enjoyed this. Oh, it was my pleasure. Anytime. Thank you both. Yeah. And we'll have to have you back too. Yes. An uncensored episode is in our future. Yes. (laughs) Sign me up. Thank you so much. Have a great night.